Welcome to Alphabet Fly, an encyclopedic Marvel journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is the wonderful Faith. Hello! I came back. So, uh, I would like to, again, just say, if you hear fireworks or just loud sounds in the background, it is because I'm recording this on the 4th of July, at night. It's America's birthday. Dumbest time to record a podcast. Guaranteed noise in the background. <laughs> we're celebrating 4th of July. Instead of looking at dumb fireworks, we're looking at Paladin. I feel like I've heard of this one before. You may or may not have. He has not been... No, he actually is in more issues than... Than Owl. The Owl. I, f- I feel like he fought a... Or maybe a new iteration of him is somebody really cool. Oh, now I have to look this up. I feel like I've heard of him. Not this specific iteration that's probably in the Marvel handbook. Well, his name is unrevealed, and he's wearing almost full body coverage, so he could be just about anyone. But speaking of, what do you think Paladin looks like and what they do? Is he dressed like a medieval knight? Not at all. Damn it. What is the point? <laughs> you can't call yourself paladin if you're not wearing full body chainmail <laughs> with plate mail on top of that. Does uh the paladin have any powers? Uh does he have a sword? Nope. No. <laughs> So, yeah, it's not a very useful name, honestly. Like the Crusader, who we talked about before, was actually a person who was first off a Christian, explicitly Christian villain, which is great. Oh, you know what? Maybe it's the Crusader I'm thinking of that I've heard of before. If you could describe that. I like his digs, honestly. That's not at all what I imagined in my head. (laughs) Yeah, what's, what's he looking like? Uh, he is wearing, (laughs) he's wearing a black bodysuit with purple armor over it, like body armor, not like medieval armor. I like his boots. They're like, they're not pirate boots, but they're they're not pirate boots. They're kind of, uh, they're like segmented. Like all of his armor is like kind of segmented. I would, um, call it a popular version of superhero boot, the athletic boot. Oh. Something that you can definitely run, but gives you a little bit of, like, you know, run in, but definitely gives you a little bit of support. I know there are such thing as athletic boots, but, like, they're very expensive. He's also wearing what I would call a waist babe, but let's face it, it's pretty much a multi-pocket fanny pack. I mean, that's <laughs> all a utility belt is, is a fanny pack. <laughs> just a fancy fanny pack. <laughs> to be fair, though, it is a fancier utility belt. Like, it looks very... It's not too bulky, but it looks pretty good. And I, It has a sexy thigh strap, too. Don't forget about that. Ooh, yeah. See, I'm liking this costume a lot. It's actually not that bad. And, and also, another thing, too. I really like that dark purple. Yes. It's a pretty good purple. He's a good color scheme. It's like purple and black, and then like 
And uh, if you'd like to see what he looks like, uh, you can go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter or HodgePod Group on Facebook. Both are linked in the description. His real name is unrevealed. His occupation is mercenary private inve- and private investigator. That's actually pretty impressive for a villain. <laughs> He's presumably a citizen of the United States. His legal record is unknown. So he may not be American, but I'm going to assume he is. <laughs> Close enough. Whatever. His other alias is Paul Denning. Just a name that he goes by. That's not his name. His birthplace is unrevealed. He's presumably single. No known relatives. No group affiliation. And he doesn't have a base of operations. He just kind of goes everywhere. And uh, guess guess what comic he showed up in? Is it Daredevil? Yeah, it is Daredevil. <laughs> In fact, it was Daredevil issue 150, Catastrophe, in January 1978. Like a later issue, too. It's like everybody everybody we've had so far has showed up in the single digit. Virtually nothing is known about the background of the mercenary who calls himself Paladin. It is not known why he decided to become a paid adventurer. Or if or how he acquired super stre- strength, um, or where he got the special weaponry he ha- he uses. Um, in his first recorded exploit to date, he entered the uh, he encountered Daredevil uh, while both were on the trail of the Purple Man, mostly because he wanted to have the name Purple Man because obviously <laughs> it looks better. Can you blame um, him? While Daredevil had become personally involved through certain victims of the uh, Purple Man, Paladin was hired by one of Pal- uh, Purple Man's former uh, minions. Uh, they've crossed paths twice um, as they work separately on the case until their third encounter, they joined forces. Uh, Purple Man eluded them both, but he fell into water around Riker's uh, island prison and presumably drowned. Well, guess what? He didn't drown. Surprise. If there's not a dead body right in front of you that you can poke and shoot multiple times in the chest, it is not. It's, they're not dead. His second recorded exploit, uh, he was hired by a woman named Marsha Roberts, who wanted protection from her for- former boyfriend, who, he, uh, who was transformed into a radioactive madman, calling himself the Phantasm. Uh, he was next observed in the Caribbean Islands, a resort of um, of U- Utopia K, where he was hired by a consortium casino owners that wished him to apprehend Baron Brimstone, who was robbing their casinos. On this case, he met the vacationing Van, uh, Van Dyne, whose identity as the Wasp was publicly known. And then they began seeing each other romantically. Oh. Oh, so he was just like, yeah, what's up? And she was just like, me, you, that's what's up. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. He assisted the Wasp in apprehending foes of the Avengers, despite the fact that he wasn't being paid for it. I mean, he was being paid for it in love from the Wasp. Yes. Preferably really close to (laughs) a Hank, 
just like <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> yeah. So, yep, that's all he that's all we have on him. Wow, he's actually like pretty good at his job. Like nobody knows who he is. Nobody knows where he got all of his stuff. Yeah, like he's good at his job and then totally uh just dated one of the most eligible bachelorettes. <laughs> yeah, I like I like that fact. Like I also like to imagine like he never took his mask off while they were dating. Well, I bet I bet oh, I bet that they like, you know, did see each other in multiple ways. Uh they uh and, you know, they were probably like, hey, we're I'm gonna take my mask in front of you. Don't tell. And she was just like, I won't. We cool. And yeah, never happened. Um, he did show up actually in wait, how many issues? Thirteen issues of Silver Silver Sable in the Wild Pack. This was a very nineties issue. <laughs> very, very nineties comic. <laughs> um, Were there a lot of pouches? Actually, it wasn't necessarily pouches per se. But it was, like, impossibly drawn, because Silver Sable is obviously the premier Spider-Man character. Oh, yeah. That they were going to totally make a uh, a movie with. Oh, boy. Silver Sable and the Black Cat. And I'm uh, just like, maybe you could do Black Cat. Maybe don't put Silver Sable, <laughs> Silver Sable as, like, the beginning part of that. Maybe <laughs> <So>. don't. <laughs> yeah, she kind of just, you know, has a wild pack. Apparently, this is like a really '90s. I'm gonna send you a link to, like, just it's super '90s. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah, that is very '90s. Like, there's like a little bit too much shine on everything. Yes. And just guns are featured on every single cover. Oh my god, this is very '90s. I like the cover that's just her with her sunglasses. Her 90s sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, she apparently teamed up with a lot of, like, villains and stuff. Ooh, she teamed up with Daredevil and Deadpool at one point. Ooh. And the Sandman. And, uh, Battlestar. Yeah, this is just a really 90s comic. I can't really... I don't, I don't really know <laughs> uh, what else to say. But she did get a pretty good run, actually. It's 35 issues. That's a pretty good run, because that's, you know, almost... Well, that's over... over A little o under three years, basically. Oh. That's not too bad at so all. So, that's a pretty good run. Yeah. That's a pretty good run. He also... He was killed... In uh, Villains for Hire, <gasps> which was no. a um, uh, miniseries where a bunch of uh, super criminals and stuff. Uh, Our sweet paladin, whoever he is. And it's like, there's not a lot really to say about him, honestly. Yeah. Just, he I, is... I, like, I like his look. I like. He does have a good look. And he's actually a competent, like, hitman, which is amazing. He's, like, almost the opposite of uh, Boba Fett. Yeah. Like, he's a mercenary that actually does his job. <laughs> he does his job, nobody knows who he is. It's pretty good. 
And he also he also went on uh, the Thunderbolts team. Oh, there you go. I do love Thunderbolts. Oh, he got spider powers in Spider Island. <laughs> of all the people. Well, I mean, to be fair, almost everyone got spider powers at Spider Island. That's true. But you had to be on the Manhattan Island for that to work. I like to imagine he was just, like, vacationing. Like, he was just seeing the sights when that happened. <laughs> ah, now I got the spider powers. Ugh. He is 6'2". Oh, wow. Two. He weighs 225 and has brown eyes, brown hair. Okay, no wonder nobody knows who he is. He's so generic. He possesses um, superhuman strength, and he can lift about a about a ton, which is weak in Marvel standards, but it's pretty good if you're just a mercenary. Yeah. You know, like, you're just like, you know, you can punch through stuff, you know, rip open doors, bend guns in half. That's pretty good. Dealing with mostly ordinary people. That's really good. Well, he has superhuman strength, stamina, speed, and reaction time. So, probably makes him a better marksman and harder to shoot. Um, He is highly proficient in unarmed uh, combat, gymnastics, and uh, markmanship. And his weapons is he wears a, a series of tough, flexible, padded joint protectors. That are bulletproof. Um, and it's enough to stop a uh, close range 45 caliber bullet. Oh, that's pretty tough. His uh, helmet, his helmet uh, has a belt controlled faceplate that slides down and can make his face mask airtight. And it gives him an hour air supply. And it also allows him to see an infrared. In, uh, and those lenses can be fit uh, fitted into place with just a touch of a button, basically. Um, he also has a special stun gun, which appears to develop a beam that scrambles the signals within the target's nervous system. The range and effectiveness is unknown, and it is equipped with a, a secret safety catch, which only uh, Paladin can operate. Yeah, like, he pretty much thought of everything, and, like, he's just a good mercenary. Like, this is, like, he's, like, the opposite of the owl, who, who is, he's just competent. Yeah, like, the owl's like, aha, it is me, the owl, here's my logo on my helicopter, I'm going to glide across stuff, I guess, and also take this serum that will harm my nervous system. Well, I gotta put in a, a thing in my spine that makes me fly. Because my legs are bum. This guy's like, I'm just gonna, like, get a stun gun and a Kevlar vest. Nice. And I'm gonna punch. I'm gonna punch down doors and punch people's face in with my with my handy fists. Which probably have those, like, little bumps on them that makes them, like, knuckle dusters as well. Oh, oh. So, yeah, so, um, 10 out of 10 would hire to, to, I don't know, take out someone who needs to be taken out. I don't know. Yep, so, yeah, I don't really have much more to say. He's just a very competent person. (laughs) 
He's actually, like, really good at his job, so there isn't a whole lot to say, because we don't know anything. It's just like, good good job. You, you do a good job consistently. Let's go to plugs. Alright, as always, you should go read my webcomic, Grace Swings, at graceswings.com. It's an urban fantasy whose protagonist isn't a hot redhead in tight leather pants. Yep. I know. So point against you. I know. Revolutionary. It's a brunette in tight leather pants. Just kidding. No, she isn't. She's none of those things. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my name is Jesse. I have a podcast called Creepy Critters where I talk about cryptids. I also have an Instagram at Marvelous Mooch where you can look at pictures of my cat. It's There's some good good cat pictures on there. Yeah, you can see him in a business tie. And I haven't done this yet, but I got him like a regular tie, like a bow tie collar as well. Which eventually I'm going to put on him and like, you know, do a little bit of a photo shoot. Because he's been real cuddly lately, so I could probably do it like really easily. So, um... So if you want to see my stern business cat, go to at Marvelous Booch. It's pretty cute. If you'd like to look at the pictures of people we're talking about, you can go to a hodgepodge group on Facebook, or you can go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter. You can find the links to both of those in the description. Um, also, I'm going to start a Patreon, so if I can get enough money to just cover the hosting fees, then we'll... Uh, I'll do an extra episode a week about uh, the pets of Marvel. Do it. Donate the money. Yeah, the link to that will also be in the description. Um, Besides that, this has been Alphabet Flight. And may Madcap show you how truly meaningless life is. Bye. Bye. Bye.